0: Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks post-game show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here is Joe Brand.
1: Another preview into what this season could look like, and even though another preseason game here at the United Center, you look at who contributed and how they contributed, and it was a pretty good night for the most part. How's it going, everyone? I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks post-game show on 720 WGN. Hawks beat the Red Wings 4-2 to here from the United Center. Uh, alongside with Troy Murray, we're actually going to welcome in our guest Wyatt Kaiser, who just happened to sit down. And Wyatt Kaiser, one of the young defensemen on this Blackhawks crew that's really turning a lot of heads and raising a lot of eyebrows. And Wyatt, I know this is a preseason game, but, you know, not the two best performances over the last couple of games how did it feel for you guys to really settle in and get things figured out here tonight
2: yeah it was a lot of fun um i mean it's
1: just fun to play hockey when
2: things are just with everything's flowing together um we're making good plays and at the lines uh just getting pucks deep it's just fun hockey for me at least it was very refreshing
1: definitely a fun night we're gonna head upstairs and bring in troy murray
3: Wyatt, you and I had a conversation this morning after the pregame skate, and we we're just talking about the confidence level that you're bringing into this season, um, getting a few games under your belt last year. The confidence level, I think, it really shows. Twisting away from checks in your own end of the ice, having a really good awareness of, of what's going on. Um, where is that confidence level compared to it was last year when you first came up to the Blackhawks?
2: Yeah, last year I was just kind of trying to survive more so, um just kind of trying to figure out what it's all about, uh, absorb as much information, and kind of just go out there and play. And I'd say this year, just kind of settling down and getting it back into my game a little bit more, and just feeling confident in plays. Did you know that you were going to feel this
1: comfortable, this confident heading into this camp?
2: Uh, no, not not necessarily. I was pretty nervous this summer, regardless, like regards to you know five months off. Last time I had five months off in the summer, it never happened. So it's my training enough, my skating enough, kind of what what's the right flow to the summer so i can come in feeling good and so that's a lot of the older guys i kind of train
3: with and whatnot uh but no, i was still a little nervous kevin dean longtime nhl defenseman uh, kind of runs the show for the uh blue line for you guys what uh, has he uh, talked to you about as far as what he would like to see from you
2: yeah, he loves it. He loves, loves me to skate. Just skate, skate, skate. Get yourself out of trouble. Um, but no, You just, can
3: always tell him that that was something that he couldn't do very well. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, just skating fast, um, getting out of trouble, tight gaps with my skating, being able to break it out quick, hopping up in the rush, just kind of all over the ice, just using it as best
1: I can. No matter what for you moving forward, what is the main takeaway from the success that you've had here in this camp so far? The main takeaway? The most thing you're proud about of yourself?
2: I'd say there's been ups and downs. Uh, kind of just playing through the mistakes, um, kind of trying to stay not too high, not too low. Um, consistent so i mean as of right now it's there's been some mistakes here and there good games but i feel like i've stayed pretty level through it and kind of just keep on
3: cruising through and try to have a good path to keep getting better i know that they they want to have speed and you've got uh, you know Korchinski on the blue line you um they're they're trying to make the adjustment to what they want to have moving forward in, in the future there what is the message to the overall defensive core um, that you guys have right now and how you guys want to play.
2: Yeah, I mean, like Diener says, skate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, so I mean skating, and not just even skating, but just playing fast is not always skating fast. Um, Just looking before you get the puck, kind of making those plays a second faster. The puck's, puck's fast when you pass it hard. Um, So just getting the puck up to the forwards and being able to swing and kind of just create speed through the neutral zone, sometimes without skating. So that's kind of been a big message the last couple weeks is quick-ups, quick-ups, quick-ups.
1: How much fun are you having right now?
2: A lot of fun. I mean, I'm playing hockey again. (laughs) I mean, definitely a little nervous at times you come in, but as soon as you get on the ice, it's it's a breath of fresh air. I mean, I
1: love it. Yeah, you were kind of saying that... You're most proud of how you're able to just kind of coast through any adversity that you've been dealing with H- had that been a, a struggle for you in the past? Um,
2: not necessarily. I mean, I came into Duluth thing during covid which can can't see anybody. I'm eighteen playing with old like older guys that have won national championships and kind of stepped into the first d spot um pretty nervous got right out of high school. I didn't really know what to expect, so kind of it was a kind of a similar feeling to that a little bit, so taking from that experience and kind of just putting my head down and playing. Scott Sandlin was good about uh, kind of helping me out there. So and
3: Scott Sandlin was the, the coach at uh, Duluth for you. And, and you know, it, it's kind of something that's unique. And we, we kind of touched on it this morning, Wyatt, when we talked about when you're at school, you've got a group of people ranging from basically 18 to 22, 23. Nobody has wives. There's no children involved. You come into an NHL locker room. And now you've got guys who are Corey Perry's age, late 30s, mid-30s, Nick Foligno children involved families involved married people what's the difference as far as the grouping inside that room or is there that much of a difference because it is hockey and you guys are all there to do the same thing
2: I don't I don't know if there's too much of a difference. I mean hockey guys kinda stay hockey guys. <laughs> they get in the locker room and they're still little kids. Um I don't think that changes too many <laughs> yeah, that, guys. That's a good thing, isn't it? And, oh, it's a great thing. And I mean some guys too, getting away to the rink, getting away from the kids and wife, I think sometimes uh they don't they don't mind that too much.
1: I know you've picked up a lot of great things from Seth Jones and Cutter Murphy, but what about the offensive crew? What's some of your favorite things you picked up from them?
2: Um I like Nick Foligno today. He kinda was saying just like He's kind of like Luke's given us kind of not free reign, but he's very kind of laid back to say, kind of here's what we want to do, guys. Um, let's kind of go for it. And he, like he said, it's everybody's got to kind of stick to the same plan, and it's whatever team can make that plan work doesn't necessarily matter what plan you're doing. Like, but whoever can execute that the best is usually going to come out on top. So I, I really like that today. Um, that stuck with me.
3: When you are in the locker room, and I know you're a vocal guy on the ice, and, and sometimes when a young player coming into the NHL feels a little bit you know, uh, quiet or shy as far as saying anything in the locker room, when you listen to guys like Felino, like Seth Jones, how, is it import- how important is it for you to be a sponge in there and absorb everything that they're talking about?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, those guys have been around so, so much hockey. I mean, to put it in perspective for you, Corey Perry has been playing in the NHL longer than I've been playing hockey. So, I mean, just...
1: <laughs> do you tell him that?
2: No, I haven't told him that <laughs> yet. But, I mean, some of those guys, it's just like, it's crazy. So, it's just, I'd like to try to talk less and listen more, like, as I can in the locker room. On the ice, I like to talk, but in the locker room, you just pick up on it. And guys are just, they're enjoying it day by day, it seems to. It's not, nobody's looking in April or May or two years from now they're kind of they're just day by day see what they can
1: do you've been getting to uh, enjoy chicago at all or are you just being too busy
3: no i
2: i have a little bit um moved in at the beginning kind of two couple weeks before camp and was in the suburbs with kind of a family friend and so they kind of showed me around chicago a little bit just they grew up there so just kind of guide me around like hey here's some cool areas or whatever so i like a little bit for the couple weeks but now it's busy so you don't, yeah. you don't
3: get around too much Three games left. Sorry. Two games left, right? Two games left. Two, two games. games. Yep, Thursday and Saturday. Um, what do you want to get out of these last two games before you head into the regular season? What do I want to get out?
2: You know Just cons- consistency. I would say just continuing to put together uh, good performances. Um, I mean, there's going to be mistakes. Don't get me wrong. It's hockey. But kind of just minimizing those and uh, moving forward and continuing to try to learn.
1: Wyatt, it's been a thrill to watch you, and you're a lot you're a lot of fun to cover. So keep up the great work, and uh, thanks for all the time today. Yeah, no, thanks,
2: guys, appreciate it. All
1: right, congratulations on the win. That's Wyatt Kaiser of the Blackhawks defense. Is Hawks take down the Red Wings four to two here at the United Center, and Troy, this was uh, a feel good win for this team, especially because of everything we talked about in the second period. Um, You know, Luke Richardson was looking for a little bit of a spark from this team heading into this game. Maybe not there right at the beginning, but there were some switches that were flipped on tonight. And it was good to see the Blackhawks kind of uh, answer back and and never cough up a a lead in this game, but still just kind of put their foot on the pedal a little bit more than uh, what it looked like we were going to have at the beginning of the game.
3: They kept getting the the lead in the game and they kept losing it. Um, And, you know, it's a good sign not to get frustrated. And I think for these guys, it's important. And it is preseason and everybody said, you you know, don't take any stock in preseason. You could go undefeated or or you might not win a game. But for this young group of guys to get reinforced with victories, I think is important inside that room. Um, you know, you can always be positive. I know Luke Richardson, the coaching staff, is always positive. You know, here, here's a couple things we need to do, but we need to do better. But here's the things that we did well, and let's continue to do those things well. But it's also important for this young group of guys to be reinforced that, you know, hey, we're winning some hockey games. We can win these games. And, you know, you're not playing NHL caliber players as of yet. That's going to get there. But I think it's important for the guys inside the room to have that belief that, hey, we can win. You've got a young group of guys that's joining a a veteran leadership group that's in the room now. And it's important for everything to kind of blend together. And by winning these games, it, it just kind of reinforces what they're doing is the right thing rather than saying, okay, this is you know what we need to do better. They're going to work on things that they did poorly in this game, and they're going to work on things, and they're going to talk about what they did well, um, but in the end, you have a much better feel coming to the rink, because you've won a game, and if you win some games in preseason, um, I, I think it's very meaningful inside that room.
1: No, I think that's a great point, especially because what the situation was last year, I mean, we understood what the Blackhawks were doing, we understood what kind of roster that they had, um, but Luke Richardson kind of would not stop saying all he's going to do is try to win. And he got that team ready pretty much each and every night. It's a different scenario this year. I mean, no one's expecting the Blackhawks to go on a Stanley Cup run. But, I mean, these games are still... they're, They're intending to be just as competitive And wins are going to be a lot more valuable this year. So I I think when you look at all the young players that we're going to be hyper-focused on and all of their progression and all of their growth, it's all still very important. But now you're also incorporating, hey, here's how we want to win. Here is what it's going to look like for us to win. Here are the good things about when we win. And I, I think that's just a... It's a big step heading into this year that a lot of Blackhawks fans don't realize it until you know maybe some wins start popping up throughout the regular season.
3: Yeah, if you keep losing, you, and it was tough last year, and, and I agree with you. Luke Richardson and the coaching staff did a fantastic job last year of keeping everything positive under some tough circumstances. Um, the players loved coming to the rink, and it was important that Luke made it that way that it was fun to come to the rink even though they were losing. But to get that positive reinforcement, to have you feel good about yourself when you're leaving the rink after a victory. And that's important, being on the road, finding ways to win games, even if you're a young team and it's been a tough season, finding ways to win, bonding on the road, having that opportunity to go back to the team meal and have some laughs and have some funs rather than having your head down saying we lost another one. So even if it is preseason, I think it's really important. Um, to, again, reinforce what they're doing and how hard they're working in practice and their systems and everything, uh, that if we do it well, we're going to get results because, you know, we're we're a good team. We're a young team. We're going to make mistakes, but we're a good team, and we're going to win some games, and let's reinforce that here in the
1: preseason. A good team tonight and a good win tonight, 4-2 to over the Red Wings. Troy, this was a fun one. We'll talk to you in a couple of days.
3: Yeah, and um, I... I I know that uh, you are going to be doing the uh, broadcast play-by-play on Saturday in St. Louis as John takes over on uh, the TV side of things. So it'll be exciting to work with you on Saturday and Thursday again uh, here at the United Center against the Wild.
1: I'm very, very much looking forward to that. I, I you know, consider it a huge honor when I get to keep John's seat warm and, of course, work with the great Troy Murray. It's something I've... Had circled on my calendar ever since they told me that they might possibly need me. So uh, definitely looking forward to it. And as always, Troy, thank you very much. And great stuff.
3: Well, I'll I'll play nice with you.
1: <laughs> please do, please do. <laughs> I mean, I I know I'm still kind of a rookie, and and you know I I gotta earn my way through. But yeah, please please take it a little bit easy on me.
3: Yeah, you know what? As long, Actually, as long as you don't start talking about the the power play scheme that... Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> no, no. You know what I wanted to clear the air with? <laughs> what? Is, uh, I, I wanted. I wanted to clear up, clarify some things about the car differential, which is <laughs> a system that allows the drive wheels to turn at different speeds which is required when the car is negotiating a turn. So yes, you were right. A car differential, or a differential is something pertaining to a car. So I, I just wanted to clear that up and, and give you the proper definition for it.
3: Were you surprised that i knew what it was
1: no no i just i'm like that's that sounds right but is it right i i, I have to use the google machine so <laughs> that's that's what i ended up having to do no no it, i mean jack of all trades troy murray you, you, know, you, you know questioned
3: my ability as a mechanic to I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes okay yes i did i did okay all right troy thank you very much great <laughs> Thanks, to talk Joel. to you and we'll see you in a couple of days you bet all right, that is the great Troy Murray. He and John Weideman on the call tonight as the Hawks take down the Red Wings 4-2 to here at the United Center. The Hawks now improve to 2-1-1 and in the preseason. The Red Wings fall to 3 2 and oh with the loss. Again, the Hawks were the last team in the NHL to get the preseason going. That was last week. They've got two more left, as Troy and I mentioned, Thursday night against the Minnesota Wild. That's here at the United Center. And then Saturday on the road in St. Louis, that will wrap up the preseason before the regular season begins on October 10th in Pittsburgh, a five-game road trip to begin the year. And then the Hawks kick off the home season here at the UC, October 21st, against the reigning Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. That'll definitely be a fun one. We've got a lot to get to, but especially a break. If you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200, would love to talk about this game. If you were at the game, if you're on your way home, please tell us. Who you like, who you didn't like, what you liked about the team overall. Uh, obviously, a three point night for Connor Bedard. I thought this was a fantastic game for Lucas Reichel. So let's break it all down. Let's hear from you. 312 981 7200. Give us a call or a text. Hawks beat the Wings in the preseason 4 to 2. This is the Blackhawks post game show on 720 WGN.
0: Taylor Hall, right circle. High slot to Jones. Over to Bedard. One timer. Turned out of there by Hutchinson. Bedard got the rebound, put it over, wide open Hall, right circle beside the net, Perry shoots, he scores! Oh power play goal for Corey Perry! He drew Hutchinson down to the ice after he received that perfect Taylor Hall pass, weighted him out, and then swept it around him for the power play goal, 3-2 Hawks.
1: We're going to give Corey Perry our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Corey Perry with two goals tonight in this 4-2 winner for the Blackhawks over the Detroit Red Wings in the preseason game here at the United Center. That's our own John Weideman and Troy Murray on the call. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks Post Game Show. Give us a call. Give us a text. 312-981-7200. We'd love to hear from you. If you were at the game, if you just watched the game, if you just listened to the game and uh, picked up anything from tonight's contest. A lot to talk about. Uh, 312-981-7200. You can call or you could text. You heard Connor Bedard's name being mentioned in John's call. That's because he had the secondary assist on that goal. I'm actually going to pull up a text from my buddy Jim Leo, who uh, had a a pretty good point to make. This is why there are secondary assists in hockey. Connor Bedard slips that pass across ice, to where Hall is all alone and the veteran patience of Hall to let it open for Perry was nice. But that's a situation set up by the puck movement of Bedard. I thought it was an interesting game for Bedard tonight because, listen, I don't want to say he was quiet in the first period. That's just not the case. Even though this kid has so much talent, there is going to be situations where it's difficult for him to, to get his engines revving and to pull off spectacular plays back and forth. But honestly, the beginning of the game, Lucas Reichel caught my eye a lot more. I have never seen, and Troy Murray agrees with this too, I have never seen Lucas Reichel this confident and this composed handling the puck in his hockey career. I did a handful of Rockford games last year, and I, I just remember the one thing being the difference is, yeah, Lucas Reichel looks like one of the best out there, but it's not like by far. And then that changed when he got to the NHL. Because, again, this is something that Troy talked about last year. Lucas Reichel's game just kind of fits and is complemented so much more in the NHL because there is a lot more finesse to it. There is a lot more uh, offensively skilled advantages for players who can handle it. The AHL little bit more physical, little a little bit just more fundamental hockey. But it is also worth noting how important it was for Lucas Reichel to continue down in the AHL, to go through all that progression. So far, what we've seen, again, preseason, this was game number four, still a lot to get to, but what we've seen so far goes to show you that that was the right move for Lucas Reichel. Hopefully he can continue this into the regular season. Really no reason to believe that that won't be the case, um, because this will be the third year for Lucas Reichel, his second year consistently, but really his first as a full-time NHL player. Not only that, the Blackhawks are very adamant that he is going to be a fixate in at the center position, and the Hawks are hoping for some good things from his introductory line of Andreas Athanasiu and Philip Kurashev. Both Athanasiu and Kurashev were not in today. Neither was Ryan Donato. He was a late scratch. That brought in Colton Dock. Uh, Actually talked to Luke Richardson, or asked him the question, rather, during the media scrum today after Morning Skate about Colton Dock. And uh, it was just a 20-minute clip, so I I won't play it. I'll just read the, the bullet points from it. He's been excellent from day one. He's really making responsible decisions with the puck. And I like him. He's chirping with other guys. He's not afraid to step up and be a force. And remember, Colton Dock had a very limited time last year during training camp. He got... Uh, He suffered a concussion in the first period of the prospect showcase game against the Minnesota Wild. That really set him back in his year in the WHL. Um, He wasn't able to completely, or or rather was limited as well, at, at World Juniors dealing with an injury. So he's just had a lot of setbacks over the past year and a half. We actually interviewed him in the second intermission, and he was talking about how thrilled he was to be out of the training room and uh, just on the ice. He was of Bedard's line mate in that prospect showcase game this year up in St. Paul against St. Louis um, in the game which Connor Bedard had the hat trick. So definitely a lot of upside for Colton Dock, and I, I think the organization does think highly of him, and it was nice to see him get the opportunity with a late scratch of Ryan Donato and bring him into this game. So keep an eye on Colton Dock's progression throughout the year. We already talked with Wyatt Kaiser. We have been talking about him a lot in this preseason because he just continues to do a lot of just fundamental, solid things and and just really seems to be confident out there. Um, but again, going back to Lucas Reichel's game, thought that was very impressive, even though, I, I don't believe he showed up on the score sheet, but man, did he have a lot of scoring opportunities. And uh, even Bedard, as the game progressed, just kept creating more opportunities. And I, I think the other main thing to pull away from, and he picks up his first goal as a Blackhawk in the preseason, It granted it comes on an empty netter, Power play goal situation. He didn't even crack a smile. I don't think he cared whatsoever that he netted it. He just kind of had to. But again, it goes to the passing. The two assists that he had tonight. The first assist to Connor Murphy that gave the Hawks a 2-1 lead. Okay, maybe not the most glamorous play. But it just goes to show you how he's always got his head up. He's always looking for the right play, the right pass. I was talking to his dad last week at training camp and number one, Tom Bedard is a fantastic person and just very pleasant to talk with and a lot like his son where just is very cordial, understands uh, the assignment that, you know, Hey, we're, we're here to chat. We're here to learn about your son. We're here to learn about you and uh, doesn't feel like he's being bothered whatsoever. I was asking about kind of work ethic and, his dad said that his, them as his parents never really pushed it on him. They just said, what do you want to do? I want to play hockey. Okay, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll do what we can. Uh, and I said, I, Mr. Bedard, you know, I should probably know this, but what was your hockey career like? He's like, oh, well, you know, I liked it. I, I wasn't a great player or anything, but I, I enjoyed doing it. And, you know, I never really pushed it on Connor If he wanted to play violin, I was going to let him do what he wanted to do. So the whole work ethic thing comes from Connor Bedard. But the the other thing his dad said that I that that I really took home with me was when he was a young teenager and really starting to realize, okay, like this kid can really play. He's really got a talent. It was there was a, a time where he was shooting the puck a lot and creating a lot of goals, and then the assist game kind of came a little bit later, and that's because his teammates were starting to catch up to him or at least get a little bit better offensively and talent-wise because before, the best opportunity, the best situation, the best thing to do at that moment in time was shoot the puck and score a goal. So that mentality, I feel, has continued on into the NHL where what is the best situation? Should I shoot the puck here or should I pass the puck here? And the quick decision-making that he has I think is one of the biggest attributes of his game. And when people say why this 18-year-old can translate to an NHL game, that's why. Because he's got the offensive skill to shoot the puck, but also to pass the puck. But he's got the ability to decide which one is the better option. And so far, we have seen that on full display. Two home games here in the preseason. Four assists for Connor Bedard. Five points total. Those are those two games. I know the game against the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday was a different situation, but those are the glimpses. Those are the flashes you definitely like to see. Now over to the veterans. Corey Perry with two goals tonight. Nick Felino, a very gritty game. Uh, I really like what Wyatt Kaiser had to say about Nick Foligno, just kind of not so much translating the message from Luke Richardson, but just passing it along, and sometimes that just goes a little bit further when a guy like Nick Felino, who's already connected with this dressing room so well, um, when he's able to convey that message, it might just stick a little bit better for some of these young kids. Another thing that Troy and I were talking about in terms of what to expect this year in terms of wins and losses wins were tough to come by last season. There's there's no way to go around that. And we understand what the Blackhawks were trying to do, and it ended up working out as they won the draft lottery. But it is tough, and it is grinding, and it does wear on a team and players when losses just keep piling up, and it seems like nothing can go right. Even though the team might understand why that is, that is still a tough thing to get through. It's important to ease that tension, to not be so draining throughout the entire team. And a lot of times that responsibility fell upon Luke Richardson. This was last year. Now this year, you've got Taylor Hall, you've got Nick Foligno, you've got Corey Perry. Seth Jones, Connor Murphy are still there. That, That core, that group, can help ease tension when things aren't going as well as Blackhawks fans are used to when they were winning Stanley Cups three and six years as as the dynasty was put together in the 2010 era. So when all this questioning, when all this criticism of still no Patrick Kane, still no Jonathan Taves, when there is a possibility to sign them, I think that's where that comes into play. I'm not going to hone in on this too much, because I mentioned at the last post-game show that we had, we heard from Alex Vlasic, Claiming how he feels more comfortable to be more vocal with guys like Taves and Kane not in the room anymore, and that's that's not a dig at eighty-eight and nineteen. What that is is number one, showing how big of a presence they were when they were here and everything that they did accomplish. But I actually, talked to Jason Dickinson the other day about this too, and he said the same thing. You almost you're you're or at least I should say. It seemed like the younger players were a little bit more hesitant to speak up or, or try to complement what was going on with the entire team. Because, listen, I have a ton of quotes from Mackenzie Entwistle talking about how Jonathan Taves always said, hey, we want the young kids to be vocal. We want the young kids to speak their mind. That, that was there. That message was there. But it is different when those guys just aren't in the room, and that is only an intangible thing. I mean, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane could probably say until they're blue in the face, hey, we want to hear from the young kids. But I think it's it's a little bit more easier. It's a little easier for them to be themselves when they're not there anymore because these legends aren't in the room anymore. So I'm not going to kind of go around this topic too much more throughout the year because it is time to turn the page. But the question does kind of keep getting brought up and the more you talk to some of the players in the locker room right now the more reasonable it is that this is why Kyle Davidson in the Blackhawks front office was adamant of moving forward and getting some new leaders in this room and turning the page in come Taylor Hall Nick Foligno, Corey Perry and uh, a couple other improvements in this dressing room We've still got more to get to. We'd like to hear from you. 312-981-7200. Hawks beat the Red Wings 4-2 in this preseason game. Two preseason games left before we play for Reels next Tuesday in Pittsburgh. But again, we'd like to hear from you. Join us 312-981-7200. Give us a call or a text. You're listening to the Blackhawks post game show on 720 WGN. Well, the Chicago Blackhawks are undefeated here at the United Center so far. Two preseason games, but they'll take it two one in one in the preseason so far for the Hawks. A four two winner over the Detroit Red Wings here tonight from the UC. I'm Joe Brand. Let's hear from Corey Perry. You scored two goals for the Hawks in this win tonight. How did that one feel all together? Uh, felt all right. I mean, um, we played well in spurts
4: and then you know we kind of backed off a little bit, but uh, and turned the puck over a little bit more. Um, you know, but we when we were know, playing that game, you know, getting it in deep and no turnovers, I thought we were pretty effective.
5: Was well, that power play kind of what you guys have been trying
4: to build these first few weeks? I think so. Um, you know, we haven't had a, a lot of touches as, like, as a group together, but uh, you can see that we're starting to move it around a little bit. And uh, you know, Nice to see one go in. It's preseason, but the, the couple goals
2: is to give you some optimism, just, the, I guess, potential that you could have or just, you know,
4: yeah, it's it's always nice to, to score. I know it's preseason, but um, you know just get a little confidence, get get going again, and, and you know get those touches. It's been so much about Bedard's whole game, but especially his goal scoring. But what about his playmaking? With some well, of those that's things. what I said this morning. I mean, everybody talks about his shot, but if you look at, at what he can do, you know, with the puck and and find guys and his vision, it's it's probably right up there with with what he can, you know the best thing he can do. So, um, you know, he's a he's a special player.
1: It is only the preseason, but it is nice to see the Blackhawks succeeding in the power play. Special teams are something you'd you'd really like to see once the regular season gets going. So far, it hasn't been that impressive for this Hawks team, but still early going. And again, it is the preseason, but uh, good to see that. And I'm also just really enjoying the relationship between Corey Perry and the Chicago Blackhawks fans. It seemed like a, a little bit of a complicated one when they found out that Perry was coming here to the Hawks heading into this year he quickly won over their hearts when he defended Martin Misiak last week against the St. Louis Blues. Misiak got a hard hit and uh, Perry just came right to the defense of him and got into a fight and turned into a roar here at the united center so that was cool to see and then even with his interview with jenna rose on the ice after this game kind of recognizing that that hawks fans didn't like him just a few years back but uh different situation right now connor murphy also had a goal let's hear from the Blackhawks, number five
5: yeah exactly i joked i joked there was a bedard release on the shot
4: yeah. is it good to see one go in just in preseason
5: it's always nice yeah it's uh yeah, anytime you're building up for the season, it's nice to kind of work on um, all zones, and that's part of it, is, is us getting our shots through. Is it nice to finally start having a full lineup and preparing for opening night? What, what it could look like? Yeah, it is nice. It, it kind of was tough waiting for games to start, um, us having a lot of practices to start camp, and now um, you want to just play and get in game, game pace and shape and be able to recover uh, day-to-day to be able to play in an intense schedule, so um, it's nice to have more of the lineup and hopefully we continue that Thursday. At the same time, you
6: are just ready to get this preseason over with and move on to the games that count?
5: Yeah, there's always a bit of that, um, but I still think there's stuff to work on always, especially us having a lot of new uh, young faces and older guys. Um, anytime you have a newer team coming in, there's still um, things to work through, and we have a tough start being on the road for the season, so uh, we really need to take advantage of each of these games. It's In practice, you work on things, but you see it in games and, uh, and situations come up and mistakes come up that um, it's really important for us to correct while we can and while they uh, don't count, I guess, as much now, and, and they will in a week. We are talking about the ice it was a little choppy in the first uh, game here. Was it like that again? It was better. I mean, I think we, we were still a little sloppy, and um, parts of that game was kind of frustrating. We were turning it over, um, whether it was us, um not skating and making plays and whacking it around a bit, or uh, or forwards at the blue lines. Um, There's just that's that's part of our game. I think that we can still get better at.
0: What do you think of Kevin Korczynski's performance tonight?
5: He's great. I mean, every game I've played with him uh, uses skating so well, and uh, I mean that's something I wish I had uh, him to be able to just uh, just carry the puck up and have poise and um, use his legs, and it creates uh, an extra uh, dimension to our, our rushes forward, and you see it. Uh, when he's able to join in, it, it gives our forwards more ice to be able to, to create things and um, gain their blue line and really uh, create chances in zone time. So It's so valuable skating nowadays, being a defenseman, and, uh, and he's able to use it. And I think his confidence has grown a lot, and it's been really fun to play with
2: him. Connor, we talk a lot about his goal scoring
3: and everything, mm-hmm. but how much has he
5: been shown the playmaking? Yeah, it's the same with Perry. That's something that I was impressed and I think just only watching him on TV and he's with the World Junior stuff and highlights. Everyone talks about his world class release, but I'm mean, even more so the way he's able to read the play and, and make the play that's there, and not just force shots all the time. Um, he knows that guys are gonna respect the shot, and so that kind of opens up lanes that face off. I mean, my goal is all because everyone in the draw was so worried about him getting that release off and it created an open space for someone else to be able to get a shot.
1: Connor Murphy with his first point of the preseason a goal as the Hawks take down the Detroit Red Wings 4-2 to here from the United Center in the preseason we got to take one last break when we come back we'll hear from the head coach Luke Richardson after a Hawks winner over the wings 4-2 to here on 720 WGN.
0: Hawks get it back and then Taylor Hall from the right wing corner fired it back to the line this pass misses Seth Jones and goes down to Mohawk end. Morazic sticks it back up the left wing Bedard with an empty net he shoots, he scores! An empty net goal and that will put this one away it's also a power play goal for Connor Bedard it's his first goal in the preseason first as a Blackhawk and makes the score 4-2 to He's already got two assists to go along with that goal. It's been a good night for the youngster.
1: So now, give Connor Bedard five points in three preseason games with the Blackhawks. His first goal came as an empty netter on the power play. He really wasn't too thrilled about it. Not much of a smile coming from number 98, but... That's just kind of the standard he holds to himself. Hawks beat the Red Wings 4-2 to here tonight from the United Center in their fourth preseason game. They improved to 2-1-1. Let's hear from the head coach, Luke Richardson.
4: Like how everything came together tonight in this one?
6: Yeah, I thought uh, way better pace of our game, especially the first half of the first period. And uh, I thought we really got going in the second period in the second half, shooting pucks, skating, moving our feet. Um, I thought we generated a lot more in the offensive zone. There's still a few areas where we had a couple turnovers uh, the blue line or just inside the blue line. we got to try and manage that a little better because as the lineups get stronger here, uh, those attacks are lethal against us when we're down a man or two. So uh, just managing that puck a little bit better, uh, more consistently, but definitely a better pace to the game and uh, more complete for sure. Was Donato precautionary? Yeah, just uh, like probably not very long i think you know day to day at the at the most and uh you know lower body so he's just you know exhibition games we're not going to fool around with that right now
0: for a last minute ad colton doc got a lot of ice time tonight what do you think of his performance yeah
6: i've been impressed with him from day one of the rookie camp this year and uh, physical engaged on the bench engaged on the ice um you know plays a hard role with some rugged guys or can go out there and play with uh, skilled guys so uh, very versatile and uh, very aware and um, really listening and any input we're giving him he's taking it and putting it into his game plan so I really like what I see. Well, Ian whistles a guy who's fighting for his life right now, and he had two golden scoring chances and couldn't bury either of them. Are you happy he's in the position to make those, or does he need to make those at this well, stage? Yeah, of the game? I think probably both. And if you asked him, he's probably really grinding it right now. But the best was when he came to the bench and Tyler missed that open at, at the beginning of the game. He just put his hand on him and said, basically, "Welcome to the club tonight." <laughs> uh, and that's what you know a team has to do: rally against a guy. And you're right; he he was. He skated hard tonight. He put himself in those positions. Did a great job in the penalty kill with uh, Boris, and uh, they created some offensive chances. I'm sure if you asked him, uh, you know I mean? He just wants to put that in so quick, but the one in the second period at the side of the net when he hit the post, he probably could have stopped and tied his skates and then put it in. But you're not thinking like that. The game's so fast, you're thinking it's a one-touch right into an open net, and, you know, sometimes it just double hits on your, uh, you know, on your stick and um I think Rike Reich, Rikes kind of missed one too uh, on a beautiful move to the backhand had the goalie out of position and just rolled off his stick I think even Taylor Hall missed one or two tonight so I think guys are still shaking off the rust but it's a really good sign that he's in those spots if you ask him he's probably gonna answer it no I gotta bury those but um you know I mean I think uh you know the coaches are are seeing People get better and better every day individually and as a team, so we're happy with what we saw.
1: Yeah, definitely felt for McKenzie Entwistle. Hopefully he can uh, cruise through these next couple of preseason games and and make up for that, even though he has already picked up a goal in this preseason. The Blackhawks' next game will be against the Minnesota Wild. That's Thursday night here at the United Center. A 7.30 puck drop. We won't have a pregame show. We won't even have a postgame show. We've got the Bears show with Hampin OB and Andy Mazer, But uh, you can hear the game right here on 720 WGN. Next game preview is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. Blackhawks Hockey's been sponsored by Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. United Airlines, Anheuser-Busch, Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time, and Northwestern Medicine. Another big thanks to all the help we got here at the United Center, our reporter Jack Heinrich, our Hall of Fame engineer Paul Zerang, and the great play-by-play and color crew of John Weineman and Troy Murray. Back at the station, our engineers are Brett Jackson and Brendan Rook, and the tireless Krista Flores, our engineer tonight. Again, Hawks beat the Wings 4-2 at the United Center here in the preseason. Next game is Thursday against this Minnesota Wild team. David Jennings has your news next. After that, it's Raleigh James. I'm Joe Brand. Have a great rest of your night, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN, streaming on WGNRadio.com and smart devices everywhere.